Time being 7 o'clock, I'm going to call the meeting of the Dane County Board of Supervisors to order, and the clerk will call the roll. You threw me off there. You moved too quick. Kiefer. Here. Kiefer here. Kolar. Here. Kolar here. Krause. Here. Krause here. Levin. Here. Levin here. Matano. Here. Matano here. McCarville. McCarville here, Miles. Here. Miles here, Nelson. Here. Nelson here, O'Loughlin. Here. O'Loughlin here, Pan. Here. Pan here, Pirtle. Pirtle here, Richmond. Here. Richmond here, Rip. Here. Rip here, Ritz. Here. Ritz here, Rusk. Rusk, absent. Um, Saloth. Saloth here, Shower. Shower, stop talking. Here. Uh, Shower here, Schmidt. Schmidt here, Solberg. Solberg absent. Stubbs. Stubbs here. Veldrin. Veldrin here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Willett. Willett here, Wiest. Wiest here, Zwiefel. Zwiefel here, Baird. Baird absent. Bollig. Bollig here, Chenoweth. Chenoweth here, Clausius. Clausius here, De Felice. De Felice here, Downing. Downing here, Die. Die here, Erickson. Erickson absent. Farrell. Farrell here, Gillis. Gillis absent. Hendrick. Hendrick absent. Corrigan. Corrigan absent. 30. So we have um, 30 uh, present and seven absent supervisors Baird, Corrigan, Hendrick, Gillis, Solberg, and Rusk um, were excused. We'll move on to uh, prayer and inspirational. Supervisor Kiefer, do you have an inspirational for us this evening? Uh, Mr. Chair, I had originally prepared a, uh, something for tonight, but I decided that with regard to the tragedy that recently happened at the Emmanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Charleston, South Carolina, not to speak, but rather um, to ask that everyone join me in a moment of silence. Thank you. And now, if you can join me in the Pledge of Allegiance, and please stand. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, individual, with liberty and justice for all. We'll move on to uh, special matters and announcements. Tonight's special matter is the um, pinning of the 2015-2016 Youth Governance Program participants. And we have two presenters who are department heads for Dane County, Lynn Green from um, Human Services and Carrie Edgar from Dane County uh, Extension. And they'll come up with Supervisor Stubbs to pin our new Youth Governance members. Supervisor Stubbs? So we're supposed to start out with a good evening and welcome to everyone and then introduce ourselves. So I am Lynn Green, the Director of Dane County Human Services. And I'm Carrie Edgar, I'm the Department Head for Dane County UW Extension. 
And my department is very proud to be an active partner in this wonderful initiative. So the Youth Governance Program is a year-long program that was created by the county board and is administered through a partnership with Dane County Human Services and UW Extension Dane County. Um, young people have the opportunity to learn about local government while bringing the youth voice and representation to the county board, which has been extremely effective, I can say, on health and human needs. During our reception before this meeting, we honored the youth who have completed their terms as representatives this past year with certificates of recognition. And please congratulate them again for a job well done and a successful year. And I have the distinct honor of introducing the 14 youth that have been selected for the 2015 cohort of the Youth Governance Program. These young people are all mature, talented, and engaged citizens of the county, and we look forward to the great things they will do. When I call your name, please step forward to receive your official Dane County Board of Supervisors pin from um, Supervisor Stubbs and Department Head Lynn Green. And then we'll ask, we'll have the youth line up along the front here, and we'll ask you to hold your applause until they're all forward. So the first... And the good news is we won't actually be pinning you. <laughs> we'll give you a pin. Um, okay, so first up is Gustav Haydn. is homeschooled from Verona and will be serving on the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee. You can hold your applause until everybody's up, and then we'll give them a big round of applause. Okay. Um, next is Ellie Craig. Ellie, unfortunately, wasn't able to be here tonight, but Ellie is also homeschooled and is from Maisomany and will be serving on the Health and Human Needs Committee. Chase Cunniff will be a senior at Middleton High School and will be serving on the Public Works and Transportation Committee. Hannah Christensen is next. Hannah also was unable to be here tonight. She will be a senior at Madison West High School and will be serving on the Health and Human Needs Committee. Elise Drott will be a junior at Madison East High School and will be serving on the Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources Committee. Mason Sponum will be a junior at Monona Grove High School and will be serving on the Personnel and Finance Committee. Nashika Kari will be a junior at Sun Prairie High School and will be serving on the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee. Jacob Smith will be a junior at Palm Heart Academy and will be serving on the Public Works and Transportation Committee. Brennan Martin was unable to be here today um, and will be a senior at Middleton High School and serving on the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee. Will Haroldson will be a freshman at Mount Horeb High School and will be serving on the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee. Abby Last will be a sophomore at Verona High School and will be serving on the Health and Human Needs Committee. That's committee. <laughs> 
Devin Sargent will be a senior at Madison East High School and will be serving on the Environmental Agriculture, Agriculture and Natural Resources Committee. Isaiah Benami will be a senior at Madison East High School and will be serving on the Personnel and Finance Committee. And Tammy Zong. Tammy will be a senior at Middleton High School and will be serving on the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee. I'd like to welcome all of you and please join me in congratulating these outstanding young people of Dane County. I think we're probably, do you need them to scoot together a little, Joe, for a photo? Are you all right? You guys can move closer together and people take <laughs> maybe photos some of now. Step in front. So, um, while they're taking photos, I'd also like to just take a minute to thank Joe Hankey, 4 H Youth Development Educator. In the back of the room, Joe provides coordination for the Youth Governance Program. Thank you to Lynn and Human Services for their um, partnership in the program. Um, thank you to Karen and the County Board Office for their ongoing support of this program. And most importantly, thank you to the County Board Supervisors who serve as mentors and to all of you who support this program and help make it happen. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. And welcome to all of you who are now part of Dane County Government for a year. Now to announcements. Are there any announcements this evening? Really no announcements? <laughs> you guys want to make it short for me tonight, don't you? All right. Supervisor Farrell? Well, just so you have an announcement, Mr. Chair, and welcome to the, the front chair for the, this meeting. July 4th. Uh, 2015 Freedom Fest at Pioneer Park in the town of Middleton. Old-fashioned fun. Starts at about food starts at 11:30. They have a run walk in the morning. They have a fire truck parade at 11 o'clock. Uh, games, water balloon toss, all sorts of things starting at about 12:30. The whole thing wraps up about three. Come on out to the Pioneer Park at the town of Middleton Town Hall. Uh, they usually is about se several hundred people now are showing up as it grows every year. And you've got plenty of time to get your other, to your other festivities for the 4th of July evening to watch fireworks. But it's just a good place to bring the kids, bring the grandparents, and have a good time. Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. Supervisor Zweifel. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, this weekend in Sun Prairie, uh, there are two events. There is Strawberry Fest at the Colonial Club, which is a, a, daycare, or a day center for our elderly, which uh, the county actually give some funds to and it's a wonderful event for them to raise money so i hope you all come out and enjoy strawberry fest i believe there's a run in the morning and there's like a craft show and all kinds of activities at the colonial club in sun prairie 
And then later, uh, it's the Sun Prairie Block Party, which is in the town square. And there will be a, a band, and there will be activities for the kids. And I hear um, my supervisor, partner, Bill Clausius, will be slinging beer for the lions there. And um, he... <laughs> he promised me that there would be a, a wonderful uh, Dane County Board Supervisor discount at the, at, at the beer trailer. So come on out to Sun Prairie this weekend and enjoy the activities. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Zweifel. Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Just wanted to announce the 150th year anniversary of Juneteenth. It's actually been celebrated on tomorrow at Fountain of Life Church from 7 to 9 p.m. and then on Saturday at the Olin Turville location. So we invite everyone to come out. It's at Olin Turville Park? Yes. Thank you. And Supervisor McCarville? Um, yeah, on 4th of July out in the Forest Windsor area, um, we'll start festivities out with a parade in the morning, um, live bands, um, games for the kids, fireworks at night. So um, come on out and join us. Thank you, Supervisor McCarville. Any other announcements this evening? If not, we'll move on to approval of payments. Is there a motion on the approval of payments? Supervisor Matano? Seconded by Pertle. Discussion on the motion to approve. If not, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Opposed? No. And that passes. And we don't have any claims. Sue Rosa Farrell, can you make a request to be recorded as voting no, since we're going to sort this issue out this evening? No. All right. All right. Well, our system, okay, we'll get into this a little bit later. Thank you. Uh, there aren't any claims recommended for denial. We'll move on to item E, which is approval of county board minutes. Is there a motion? to approve, Supervisor Matano, motion to approve, um, seconded by Kiefer, and discussion on that. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I have two, and I will have copies to bring up for both you and the clerk. First one would be I-3. These are, I'm sorry, we're on the minutes. These are amendments These or are corrections? These are amendments to correct the minutes to as they should have been. Okay. Is that proper? It is. Okay. The first one would be I-3. We need to simply remove the word unanimous. I know that I myself had voted against this as a voice vote part, and so I wish it to not say unanimous. I will bring you copies of those, but I'll do the second one if you're okay with that. Same That's copy. fine. Okay, five. It, or if you want to have staff pass it out, if you have enough copies. I do not have single? enough copies. Okay. When it's as simple as that, I didn't think we needed a copy. Fine. Um, K-5. Um, I, a little thing, we spelled agriculture wrong. We might as well get the spelling of agriculture right. Um, on that one, Thank Supervisor you, Farrell and Willett had requested to be voted no. So I would just wish to add that on there since we had requested that. So I have both those copies for you. So you said I-3 and... K-5. Second on both. I don't I don't I don't I 
have left me so out. I'm gonna, can I just speak to it for a moment? You certainly can. Um, just, just for all the other supervisors, as we, we certainly have an issue about voting unanimously and getting voice votes recorded. So if you're at all worried about how your voice should show up, you might want to check the minutes the next day. As we did a press release that says one thing was unanimous and that press release was wrong, it's kind of upsetting. But we have quite a few errors and there are some issues with how staff is doing it. So just an awareness for you all, this is correct and you can check the minutes if you don't remember the recording. Thank you. Supervisor Willett, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask the clerk to discuss the issue of how votes are tabulated here because um, you just raised an issue of what a voice vote means and I assumed as you did that, well, the clerk. So we've been struggling with how to, to record this using Legistar, in particular what I'm using right now, which is called Live Manager. And one of the huge advantages of Live Manager just is that an item, if we talk about one item, the video is attached to just the video from that piece of the meeting to that item. So that it's a great tool for the public or for any of you wanting to go back and look at things. The system um, also will do things like feed supervisor pages and your voting record. It'll say how you voted on things and people can look up, your, your residents can look up how you voted. And it's a great tool and a lot of it benefits the public. One of the things that makes it hard though is that the system doesn't like you uh, pass unanimously or pass on a voice vote not unanimous because it doesn't know how you vote it. Most county boards around the country have, ten, have 11, 7, 9 members, not 37. We all kind of know that. So it was built toward an average county board size where this would not be that big a deal. But for us, it, it's a problem. So um, having talked to the county board chair about this at length, uh, for me taking the minutes um, and to be able to use this tool properly, uh, you can certainly vote no anytime you want. Everyone here knows that. You ask for a roll call or say, push the button, stand up and say, I would like to be recorded as having voted no or abstain or whatever, which we've done many times before. That will give me time to make a note and we can make the change in essentially a roll call in the system the next day. We will make sure your vote is switched from, say, yes to no or abstain. But uh, it, it doesn't work right if there's just a, I don't know how people voted, but some people voted no. Um, I, I think this amendment's great. If someone wants to be clear, there was clearly some people voting no. I think we know who voted no, roughly. So it's, it's fine, but I would say moving forward, I, I think it's a good thing, but moving forward, um, it's gonna be unanimous unless you make it clear that you wanna make sure you don't show up as unanimous. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Mr. Chair. What you just said was that you would change them the next day. So are you telling me that even if we stand up and say we wish to be voted no, that it's still not going to show that? This doesn't, this isn't um, go live tonight. So your vote isn't going live right now. Okay. So, so it will be correct. So when I'm entering it in, really all that's happening, to be honest, is I'm trying not to re-enter all the notes twice. That's kind of dumb. So... This will, but there's some editing that goes on the next day and checking. We missed some things, so that's my fault. But um, a lot of it is the the on and off of the video timing, so that that's attached properly. 
So before it's available to the public, if we say it, we wish to be recorded, no, it is intended that that will be fixed. It's not getting fixed the next day after it's out there. So hopefully our press release that was, will you be should have, That shouldn't happen. Okay, sense that's that, fine. I just heard you say that, and it sounded like we were no, still going to be No, if she does it the way. next day, maybe it's a couple days later. Usually it's the next day. Okay. She'll Thank upload you. it. Yeah. Supervisor Pirtle? I just have a quick question. So the way the system – I'm not going to stand. stand. <laughs> so my, my question is, is the way the system's recording, just so that everyone understands, unless someone requests to vote no or we do a roll call, does it show up as unanimous or does it show up as passed by voice vote? It shows up as unanimous. Okay. Because those aren't the same thing. No. The system defaults to unanimous. Because it you know, has to record your vote. That, that's how it's built. So if you want to make sure you, you, know, you didn't vote on something like your own business gets a, an engineering contract, you've got to get up and say something. Okay. We can talk about that later. Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. I'm hearing two different stories from the clerk. And if you read the minutes from our last meeting, some of the items say passed by a voice vote and some say passed by a unanimous voice vote. So what I heard the clerk say was, in some cases, he took notes or remembered that, oh, that didn't pass unanimously, therefore I'm going to edit it. But he didn't edit others, in this case, uh, I-3, I believe. So why, what, what can you do besides say, well, we've just got to stand up and say no? That's not what a voice vote is. A voice vote is I and nay. That's, we've done that as long as I've been on this board, and it's going to continue to happen, just the, the previous vote. I don't want to stand up and say no, but I disagreed with something on there, but I don't need to be recorded as voting no. It should be passed by a voice vote. You're able to do it sometimes. You should be able to do it all times. Another alternative is ask for a roll call vote on every vote in every meeting. That can be done. I don't think any of us want to do that. But if that's what it takes, I'll do it. I'll request it, but I'm not going to tonight. The other thing we have is that didn't, didn't get brought up is this wonderful box in front of us. We could all vote there, and then our votes would be recorded. And we have money in the budget to do this. It's done in other areas. Why don't we look at that as an alternative? Try it out, see if it works. So there are other alternatives to just what the, the clerk is talking about, and maybe we should explore those a little bit further to make sure things are, are recorded correctly. So these minor corrections on I-3 and K-5 are correct. I reviewed the tape last night and I'll have another amendment that you've all been all received at your desk that's a little more complicated and in writing and I did also review the tape on that and I'm fairly certain it's correct as well and I think if you read it you'll agree that it, that's correct. But we'll get to that amendment shortly. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. So uh, I'm sorry, Supervisor Dye is on the board. Supervisor Dye. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, question for the clerk. I wanted to clarify. So if you want to be recorded as voting no mm -hmm. or you want to vote no, you need to stand up and say so. Uh, my question is, if no one does that, are we all recorded as voting yes in the system, or does the system simply just say that there was a voice vote? So what I have been doing in the past, I'm going to back up a little bit, is you know, we would we would override the system and just hard hardline in the minutes if it was passed on a voice vote. Um, and uh, but the way that the system works in its totality, as far as recording and being able to flow all the way to its conclusion, 
with veto overrides and everything else is it wants it needs to record people's votes. So yes, the button and I'm looking at right now says record unanimous yay vote. There is no record voice vote. It passed without knowing who, who how people voted. So, um, you know, I guess we I don't mind looking at other ways of doing it, but from from the point of view of the system. Uh, and we've made a lot of changes in the system to accommodate to the way we do business as opposed to the way the system was set up. Um, it, it would it would be it would not be wise to not record the votes. But we can have a whole nother conversation about this going forward. I want you guys to be able to be recorded the way you want to be recorded. But the system wants your vote recorded. And if you don't say anything. And it goes through. It says record unanimous yay vote. If you're not here, that's already recorded. And so then you'll be recorded as not being here. And so to clarify, mm -hmm. um, hypothetically speaking, let's say to be difficult, mm -hmm. I wanted to vote no on a voice vote on the amendment that's before us right now. But I did not ask to be recorded as voting. I would be recorded as voting yes. Yes, you would. And so what you so can, would everyone else. Yes. Okay. Thank you. But I just want to make one point, and, and I think we've all been here for this happening many times. You could push a button and say, I would like to be recorded as having voted no. And that, I have a, a feature for that. If I could just ask one clarifying question, Mr. Clerk. Um, tonight, Sue Rosa Farrell has an amendment to say the motion carried by a voice vote and he's striking the words unanimously on I-3 in the June, whatever it is, four minutes. Is it possible when you hear no's on a voice vote for you to make that correction on a regular basis? So the problem is that in the system, I can't just leave unchecked boxes for how this thing was adopted. I mean, it just would sit there and do nothing. If I, if, I, if I said, well, I don't know how anybody voted, so I'm going to uncheck all your yes votes. I know who wasn't here. I guess that's about all I know. How does the system move it to the county executive veto? It doesn't. So that's the problem. The, so, you know, I can put it in the minutes so that if you went back and looked, but, but then it wouldn't sync up with what needed to do to move it in through Legistar. Does that make sense? It's a problem. I'm sure we're going to talk about this further. So, so before us is um, two amendments on item I-3 and item K-5 in the June 4th uh, Dane County Board Minutes. Um, Supervisor Willett has motioned to strike the word unanimously in item I-3 and the and to correctly spell the word agriculture in item K-5 and add with Supervisors Farrell and Willett voting no to that item. And that was seconded by Supervisor Farrell. Supervisor Farrell. Still, before you vote, I still ask, want to follow up with what the clerk said. So in these minutes, you went in and edited some of the votes, but you didn't edit all the votes. And now you're saying, well, unless I push unanimously, it won't go to the so is there a simpler way for you to just write a note, you know, K3, not unanimous or something like that? And then tomorrow or whenever you do the minutes, make sure it doesn't say unanimously. I mean, you did it. In some yeah, I know. What I, what I'm, you have a good point. I 
this basically this problem and and I you and I the three of us talked about this at length last meeting after last meeting. It's kind of a conundrum in that we've been doing it this way. I, I like it. I've used it for years. I like being able to say passed on a voice vote and it wasn't unanimous. But it, 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 it's got a problem with the system. And as I dug through it, you know, logically, there's a problem. And so I don't know how I could. It would be there'd be this problem where the minutes said some people voted no, but I don't know who those people are. And so how do I move it through on Legistar to get to adoption and That's approval? what a voice vote is, is you don't have a roll call of who voted aye or nay. That's what a voice vote is, whether it's, you know, you have to record it as it passed by a voice vote or failed by a voice vote. There is no total number on either one. I'd rather that we not get into debate on this. So, Res Frail, do you have any other comments you want to make? If not, Supervisor Pirtle. Uh, I was just going to request if we needed to work this out, if this could maybe be dealt with the, the executive committee or wherever the chair feels that's appropriate. But clearly there's some issues to work out here, which I think are important, make a lot of sense. I just don't know that we're going to solve the technology thing on the board floor. Thank you. I agree with that. Um, you know, we could defer it. It's up to you, the whole thing. So... I'm assuming unless there's a motion to do something else, we have the motion to amend the minutes on the floor. Is there further discussion on the two motion or the two amendments that we have in front of us on item I3 and K5? Okay, uh, he's treating it as one amendment to uh, correct I I3 and K5 in the June 4th County Board minutes. Further discussion? If not, all those in favor of the amendment signify by saying aye. aye. Opposed? That is passed with a no vote. Okay. Not unanimous. <laughs> People are really trying to be tough on the clerk this evening. Are there further um, motions or discussions? Supervisor Chenoweth. I like, since I was absent in the last meeting, I'd like to be recorded as abstaining from that vote. Thank you, Sir Reggie Chenoa. <laughs> Except you were absent, so you can't. Then, Supervisor Farrell, we're still on the minutes of the board still meeting. Still on the minutes, June and I, I move an amendment to K4. This is what we all have in writing in front of us. Uh, it was a very complicated issue that we had last week on the tax deeding. Uh, just so you know what you're looking at, everything in blue and black is what the minutes currently show, except the first red line that says motion carried by a voice vote. That line is being struck and being replaced by everything in red below it. And I did review the videotape after I wrote this up and made one minor adjustment to it, but I believe this is what we actually did last meeting with that resolution and with the separation of the one property and re-referral of the separated item. So I, I moved it. Okay, moved by Farrell, seconded by Pirtle. Any uh, questions on the amendment? No? The clerk says it is correct. That is what we did. Discussion on the motion to approve an amended K-4 on the minutes of the June 4th County Board meeting. 
Hearing no discussion, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Opposed? I believe that passed unanimously. Any other discussion on the minutes of June 4th? So on the main motion to approve the minutes of June 4th as amended, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Opposed? And those are passed. Thank you. We're going to move on to item F, the consent calendar. Are there any requests for separation? Seeing none, um, on items F1 and F2, the motion before us is to adopt, uh, I believe it's the EANR committee version and the public works and transportation versions. <clears throat> is there a discussion on those two? If not, all those in favor on the consent calendar signify by saying aye. aye. Opposed? Consent calendar is passed. We'll move past item G. There are no motions from previous meetings, no reports on zoning petitions, no ordinance amendments, and we're passing board uh, of contracts item J. So we're on K, resolutions. We have two resolutions. The first is resolution 73, addition of design development phase to Northport Nurses Dorm AE contract. I believe uh, Public Works was the original, and there was a sub made in personal finance. Is there a motion to put the personal finance version before us? Supervisor Pirtle? Is there a second? Supervisor Dye. Discussion on the motion to move sub one? If not, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed? And sub one is before us. Is there discussion on sub one? Seeing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Opposed? And resolution 73 is passed. We'll move on to resolution 74. This is the public works version again, and it was uh, apparently recommended for uh, substitute in personal finance. Supervisor Pirtle moves the personal finance version. Is there a second? Second by Supervisor Schmidt. Discussion on the <laughs> um, motion to um, move the sub. If not, all those in favor signify saying aye. aye. Opposed? Sub 1 is before us on item, uh, sorry, resolution 74, discussion on uh, the amended, or the sub. No discussion on the substitute. If not, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. All opposed? And resolution 74 is passed. We'll move on to appointments. Item L, <clears throat> Executive Committee recommends approval of Resolution 54. Is there a motion on Resolution 54? Moved by Wegleitner, <clears throat> seconded by Chenoweth. We need a motion. Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you. I'd like to move the sub um, proposed by Corrigan and just note for that the Clerk, we need to um, spell Linda Ketchum's last name right with an A instead of a U. Thank you for the spelling correction. Okay. So there's a person. So the personal finance or the executive committee version is what you're moving? I believe so. Amended, yeah, in exec? It doesn't okay. say on my fingers. 
And the second was Chenoweth, is that right? Okay, moved by Wegleitner, second by Chenoweth to um, move the executive committee amended version of resolution 54. Discussion on the motion? Seeing no discussion, all those in favor? I'm sorry, Supervisor Farrell, there is discussion. I have a question. I was moving fast there, sorry. Well, the board's there. Uh, question on, on maybe procedure more than anything. This is a proposal or an amendment to an ex the executive's appointment done by the county board. And I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not saying that, you know, the person who's replacing the person being removed isn't certainly qualified and whatnot, but the these are county executive appointments, not county board chair appointments. And this is something that are we, can we do it or is it or is it something that has to originate from the county executive's office? And I see the clerk is kind of shaking his head not sure what he's saying, yes or no, but it's a question more than, and maybe it's for the uh, court counsel to answer, perhaps, since he's here this evening. Corporation counsel, would you like to address that issue? I agree with the supervisor that raised the point that it is the county executive's authority to make those appointments. And I don't believe the county board can amend those to some completely different person. You can up or down them, but I don't believe you can change an appointment that the county executive makes. So I think Supervisor Farrell is correct. Okay, thank you. Supervisor Wegleitner. Uh, so I just wanted to clarify a little bit. I worked at length with um, the county executive's office on these appointments. The, the appointments were more complicated than usual because we're officially establishing this as a city and county joint committee. So the city has specific criteria for um, the city's appointees. They have to be residents of the city of Madison. They can't already be serving on a different city committee. So we had to um, make sure that we wanted to honor our commitment to the sitting committee members to have the opportunity to be reappointed if they wish to have that appointment. Um, but that meant that we had to shuffle some people around from the county, what the county was intending to do versus the city. So actually what happened is Steve Schooler um, is, I think what happened here is, um, was going to be one of the city's appointments, but he's not a city resident. Um, but what, so we had a problem with that situation and um, we swapped Deidre, I think, back over and actually the city is, has appointed or is appointing Brad Hinkfuss, who is also from Porchlight and is sort of like Steve's second in command, if you will, because he is a city resident. So this change was made um, you know, essentially at the request of the county executive's office and in close 
I mean, collaboration with Jeff Kostelik, this is a proposal that he, you know, presented that we talked about that would enable us to move forward on this. We've been waiting several, several months to get this all figured out between the city and the county because of the sort of complicated nature of the appointments and the fact that we had an existing committee and people that wanted to continue to serve. So Mr. Schooler has, is aware of this, um, was fine with having Brad step in as a city appointment and um, Deidre, who is not, also not a city resident, couldn't be appointed by the city, had to be appointed by the county and she's an existing committee member. So the only actual new appointment on this slate is not the changed one, that's, um, that's Kat Kosky. So um, I don't know if that helps clarify, but I can definitely tell you that is the intention of the county executive's office to appoint these people. And I'm not sure um, if this is the only time this has ever been done or what, but it kind of, I guess, surprises me if this, this is a, that this is a, a problem um, because that's, this was Jeff's proposal. Thank you, Supervisor Wigley. Supervisor Dye. Uh, thank you. Uh, Supervisor Weilander explained the background, and I just, as a member of the executive committee, would like to confirm for everyone here that this amendment was brought to us by the county executive's office at their request, um, and they gave us the same backstory at our executive meeting that we just heard from Supervisor Weigleitner. Uh, I believe that the reason that it wasn't put forward as a separate uh, appointment was out of a desire to keep this moving forward because the city county homeless issues committee appointments have been lingering for quite some time now so rather than introduce an entirely new resolution for a referral they wanted to just have us continue to move it forward at our meeting uh, which is what we did at their request thank you thank you supervisor Dye. supervisor willett thank you mr chair so the, the deep question we have here, we heard the answer from Corp Council. We heard a lot of other things on who is intending it and the rest of that, but it's not legal. We shouldn't be doing this. Um, I think that answers the question of the sub or not the sub. Let's do what we're supposed to do, what's legal to do, not what we think somebody else thinks we maybe should do, maybe. Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, I, too, was present with uh, Supervisor Dye and the County Executive's representative, Jeff, was there, and he gave us all the background information, and I agree it was to move this forward. Uh, my question is, is there a representative from the County Executive's office here tonight? No. No uh, one can confirm this? Thanks. Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. I move that we... Um, amend the sub that's currently before us by removing all the information about Mr. Steve Schooler and also about Deidre Atkinson and move the other appointments along and if I can get a second I'll speak to it. Moved by Farrell, seconded by Willett. As Supervisor Willett said we heard from our, lead, our court counsel that this... Are you moving separation? No. I'm, no. Because we would have to it would have to be this new appointment would have to, I might go through uh, a reappointment by the county executive. I don't want to send the entire sub back to, to a committee. I want to move the other positions along. But if I'm, not, if I'm not incorrect, you're allowed to separate uh, pieces of appointments. 
as 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 we learned last meeting, it it basically has to start over. If I separate it, it has to start over as a new resolution anyway. If the chair wishes, I would ask that it be separated, and the chair needs to rule on that. That seems to be your argument, though, because you're saying that the action needs to be initiated by the county executive's office in the first place in order to have this go through. I, because it sounds like the county executive's office was represented in a committee meeting and requested something that we can't prove this evening. So in order to um, I move asked, this along. I asked for separation. Is your ruling that it can be separated? No, I'm asking if you asked for separation. I, so I did There's a motion to separate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're ask, uh, so we move on to the balance. And, and we refer back to executive committee. Separate. You've already ruled the separation. I move that we re refer the Deidre Atkinson appointment back to executive committee, similar to what we did with the tax deed issue last time. Okay, so I... I uh I believe this is separable, and is there, um, so there's been a motion made to separate, is there a discussion on the motion to separate? Okay, so we've separated it. All right, move to separate, and the motion is to refer that piece of the um, appointment list back to the executive committee. Supervisor Farrell, you're speaking again? I just want to make sure that we're doing exactly what we did with the 336 East Bluff in the tax deed issue at the last meeting, just to understand. Hopefully not exactly the same thing, but no. Other than the referring, re-referring to a different committee. Supervisor Pirtle. So I know that like nobody's here, so I'm not sure who is going to answer this question. It might be Corp Council or the chair or the clerk. But my question is, and it's relevant to whether I think we need to re-refer this, is what constitutes an appointment from the county executive as it is then referred to the board? Does it have to be a letter, an email? Can you just tell the chair? Is a representative in a committee sufficient to meet the intent of making an appointment or not? Is that a question for the Corporation Council? Is that what you're asking? Well, I need somebody to answer it, and I guess Corporation Council is the only person here. But, I mean, this all hinges on the question of what is or is not an appointment. And so I guess my question is, is, is the county executive staff requesting a change, an appointment, in which case I think we can move this forward, or not, it has to be some formal document, in which case we got to start over. But Dave, can you please come and address that point? Your point, that seems to be the issue. Did he actually well, make this change or not? Hold on. We t we one, we're the ones who do appointments. I can't speak to what was done in committee. I wasn't there. I mean, there's nobody from corporate, from uh, the county executive's office here. I certainly don't dispute what was said that that the county executive wants that change. The only problem I have with it, on paper as I look at it, mm -hmm. is that the county board is amending an appointment that by law the county executive can make. Um, so how, Scott can probably address better than me how the names that the county executive appoints get in a resolution and 
Mr. Clark, can you give us the Yeah, I mean, here? basically, the short of it is I just need it in writing. So if, if this had gone through committee um, and they were an executive, the way we get it is there's a they put entered into Legistar and it comes through and some one of you guys has to put your name on it, which is usually Sharon for an appointment. And uh, the exec's office enters it in and they say they want, you know, whoever, Steve Schooler, and that goes in to the appointment. They can swap that out with a memo and, or that could be attached to Legistar, and they could make that change as it moves along. And I, I agree with uh, – but, but that? that we need it in writing. So that's, that's the holdup here. If we had a letter from the exec, it, that would be f sufficient to make a swap out, but I don't have that in, in my office. That's fine. Thank you. Supervisor Miles. Just to follow up on that, wouldn't minutes from that committee meeting work as? No, it, it kind of just needs to come with the county executive with their signature and it's official. Uh, you know, I mean, someone could make a mistake on the minutes like I did on the last one. So uh, it, it's really easy, even just a, an email. Well, but, yeah. that, that point aside, the other thing that can happen is if the resolution passes as, as proposed by Supervisor Wegleitner, the executive can veto it if, it if this wasn't something the executive authorized. It's a resolution, right? Isn't an appointment done by resolution? So, so the county executive will get another kick at it. Thank you, Mr. Supervisor. Supervisor Schmidt? Um, I'm just wondering, is there the ability to pass this conditional upon the county exec sending that memorandum within 24 hours of the passage? Is there some way that we could pass it uh, conditional with uh, email from the county exec's office so we don't have to delay this to the next county board meeting? I would not be able to answer that question, and that would also be on Corporation Council or the clerk's procedures uh, so if one somebody wants to take another stab at that question, they can. Well, I just say you do not want to set a precedent where the county board is making appointments that are not the county executives, and that's what's happening here. Even though we all know that's the intent and it's not a big deal, that's you just it's a line. Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, I did just email the county clerk. Um, a thread, yes, between Jeff Kostelik and I about the appointment process and his plan to have um, a amendment introduced at the executive committee to swap out Steve Schooler for Deidre Atkinson. So I, I guess I'm interested in the clerk's opinion on how that might confirm the intent of the executive to make this appointment um, as amended. Clerk, want to address that question before we move on? I don't know. I it it I'm reading it right now. Um, and there's nothing wrong with this email, although it's just kind of casual, which is normal. You know, it's like, yep, okay, to Steve. I don't. So I would be going with yes per Steve. It would be the appointment. Um, which I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm just saying it's a little awkward. Uh, and clearly there does seem to be, from Jeff Costello's point of view, a desire to swap out um, those appointments, reading this thread. Um, but, you know, it's awkward because normally we do, we do things with official signatures, even though sometimes it's a stamp, 
and it's from the county executive, not from an executive assistant or my deputy or, so that's the only hesitation I have. I, I, I don't know. It's up to you guys, I guess, at that point. Actually, I think it's up to you and your procedures. Mr. I would, I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I don't think it's, I, I, I know that clearly the county executive intends to make this switch, but it has to be done in a way that follows procedure and comes from the county executive and can be attached to Legistar and I think um, it's just safer on a whole bunch of things that might happen in the future to keep these lines kind of bright. Thank you, Supervisor Wegliner. Uh, Supervisor Pirtle? Uh, two points just to, well, it may be a question, but is the Homeless Issues Committee going to meet between now and the next time the county board meets? Somebody answer that question, and then I have a comment. Um, well, we're trying to get a meeting on the calendar, and part of what's been challenging is knowing who's going to be on the committee and who I need to reach out to. And I was hoping to do some orientation with new members and things like that. So, you know, the way the resolution was drafted, uh, or um, the ordinance, the existing committee doesn't dissolve until all these appointments are made. So we're in this limbo thing that really won't get fixed until this is done. Yeah, I mean, I think we've mostly exhausted this conversation, but I guess for whatever it's worth, I, I tend to agree with the clerk that there is a procedure that has to be in place. It's clear that this is the intent. I don't think anything precludes Deidre from participating in the meeting, attending the meeting, going to orientation. She just couldn't vote, and I think we should get it back on the calendar and get it through, but I don't think we should amend this. I think we should re-refer it. And Supervisor Kiefer. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Uh, Mr. Chair, I agree with Supervisor Farrell, and I also appreciate his um, carefulness in making sure we follow the correct procedures. Um, there's a saying among lawyers that hard cases make bad law, and this is exactly an example of this. It's a hard case because on the big picture, there's value in getting the committee filled out, and there would be delays and things like that, um, but it would create a bad precedent if we were to do that. So I think in this case um, it's a lesson learned and we'll just have to be more careful next time. Uh, but I think that in this instance uh, Supervisor Farrell is right and I would urge uh, support for his amendment to re-refer. Thank you, Supervisor Kiefer. Supervisor Levin. Okay, thank you, Mr. Chair. I'm just trying to get straight. Are we re-referring or were we separating? We were separating with the intent to re-refer the piece that was separated. Separated. So the rest then were going to pass out. We were going and to I pass the rest. And I think this is a great case in point that I guess the county executive staff just needs to attend all of our meetings. So let's get this over with. <laughs> thank you, Supervisor Levin. Supervisor Dye. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Just to avoid continuing problems in the future, uh, should this be re-referred re to executive committee, uh, what is going to be necessary for us to have from the executive at executive committee for us to bring it back? Because my understanding is if we separate and re-refer, it's going to create a new resolution, but that resolution is going to be coming from us and not the county executive. So. No, it, that's a good point. So what would happen, and this is what, what normally happens, and um, the, the county executive would then launch a new item, new resolution number, with presumably the chair sponsoring it, and it would just have this one appointment, and it would be ready almost immediately with a late referral, or, you know, um, to go to executive committee. 
Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. So, Supervisor Farrell, would you please restate your intent? I want to. I believe that's the I'll, I'll, Can I state it? Well, how I've written it is um, this will be to the motion is to re refer, refer only to Steve Schooler, Deidre Atkinson, appointment to executive committee. I wrote only just so that we tomorrow they wouldn't mistakenly. So it's referred to Steve Schooler and Deidre Atkinson appointment to executive committee. So we're voting first on the that one piece on that and the amendment. So is there further discussion on that motion to um, separate and re-refer that piece of resolution 54? Supervisor Wegleitner. I'd like to be recorded as voting no. Thank you. Thank you. Any other discussion, Supervisor Wegleitner? You're you still, are you, okay. <laughs> no further discussion then on that motion. All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. All those opposed? That passes. <clears throat> and on the balance of Resolution 54, the other three, and there was a, a spelling error correction, I believe, in there too. Further discussion on the balance of Resolution 54? If not, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed? And the balance of Resolution 54 is adopted. Moving on to um, item M, requiring a two-thirds majority for passage. <clears throat> on items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage, it's item M1 and M2. Are there any requests for separation? If not, is there discussion on uh, item, it's ordinance amendment eight, amending chapter 46 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances, revising county fees. I think we're gonna do this separately. Okay. We're gonna just be on uh, OA8, Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. Last meeting we moved we passed a resolution to increase the cost of dying in Dane County. Now we're going to increase the cost of being sick. Please record me as voting no on M1. Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. Further discussion on OA8? Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Mr. Chair. So I'm still slightly unclear. I wish to be recorded as voting no. Do I have to say that during yes. part of the discussion or after the vote? Or when do you want it? Right now would be perfect. Okay. Even though when I check that button, there may be other people that are still wishing to speak who might change my mind. We're not going to, but. <laughs> no one's on the board except for you, Supervisor Willis. I'm looking at the system. Fine. I wish to be recorded no. Thank you, Supervisor Willis. Supervisor Kiefer? As someone who actually voted uh, against the increase in the uh, cremation fees, this is actually completely different than that. Um, this has to do with the fee for getting a health permit for restaurants and some other facilities such as swimming pools, but I think it primarily would apply to restaurants. And so this is the quintessential thing that fees should be used for, which is if you decide you want to open a restaurant, obviously we want the restaurant to be safe and following the health code. You have to get a permit to do that. 
And the idea is the person who should be paying for that is the restaurant owner, not the general taxpaying public. This is precisely the situation where permits and permit fees should be used, and increasing this to make sure it's not coming out of the general tax fund, but rather the permit applicant is paying for it, um, is exactly what fees should be. So this is completely different from what we did last meeting, and that's why I'm voting um, yes on this. And I just think it's important to clarify that um, why it is we have this fee and why it's important that when we go to a restaurant, we want to be able to not get food poisoning, and this is paying for those uh, inspections and that health permit, and that's why it's important. Thank you, Supervisor Kiefer. Uh, further discussion on OA8? If not, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. All opposed? And there were some recorded no's on that. Then we'll move on to the last item, Resolution 43, authorizing an agreement to accept highway safety grant funds for an anti-texting, inattentive driving enforcement campaign, grant number FG 2015, Dane County 02851. The um, motion is to approve the uh, Public Protection and Judiciary Committee and it approved 5-0. Uh, <clears throat> Is there a discussion on uh, Resolution 43? If not, all those in favor signify by saying aye. aye. All those opposed? Resolution 43 is passed. Item N, special order of business. There is none. O, such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. Seeing none. <clears throat> Motion by DeFelice to adjourn. Seconded by Pan. All those in favor? Aye. Opposed? We're adjourned. <laughs>